Hi, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. On this episode, I'm delighted to be talking with comics creator Brennan Wagner. May I call you Brennan? Is that all right? Yep. All right. Thank you so yep. much, Brennan, for, for jumping in, for joining, for talking with me about your work. I know that you've spent a good number of years now in the comics industry working on some very uh, well-known characters as a colorist primarily is how I how I've known your work but then I also know that you are doing a variety of jobs a variety of roles in the world of comics right now and one of the series that I want to make sure that we talk about most in this episode is St. John uh, where you're also writing and uh, visually a beautiful book as well. Thanks man yeah yeah so I'm co-creator and co-writer and and I color the book as well. I call it, I call it co-art. I just, I say I co, I co the book with my buddy. <laughs> we, we sort of split the role equally. Um, and yeah, if anyone wants to check that out, that's a Dark Horse publication. <laughs> so you can get it on Things from Another World or uh, just go to darkhorse.com, look up St. John. Yeah, currently four issues. Is it a four issue arc or are you planning further out beyond the four issues? We, we are we are planning further out. Um, awesome. The, the four issue arc is the result of most comic book um series these days the sales seem to drop off after five so you're you're gonna see a lot of these sort of like four 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 um even if the intentionality is to do multiple runs of four that are then collected into something bigger um the the number four seems to be the uh most financially um successful route to take so we are doing four for our first run um, and it's a seasonal book, book one is. So it it just made sense to us to do it this way where, um, and, and this is because our story centers in Portland, Oregon, my hometown that mm -hmm. I love so much. And uh, the seasons here are really important. Um, they're a big, they're a big part of life here in the Pacific Northwest. So uh, St. John is, is a seasonal book. It's a, it's a issue one is fall, issue two, winter three spring and four culminates uh, with a big uh, pride parade in, in downtown Portland during, uh, during the summer months. So, um, so the four issues, what we have planned immediately, and that will be collected into a trade paperback. We already have the paperback slated. I think it's at like 120 pages. There's a bunch of bon bonus content that you'll find at the back of that mm -hmm. um, a paperback. Uh, but we have a, a four issue arc planned after that, that, um, that, you know, hopefully gets collected as well. Maybe when, when all eight of those are done, Dark Horse will collect them into a big one. I don't really know, but, but, uh, but that, you know, it's, it's something that's further down the line. So, um, but, but as of now, it's, it's sort of tentatively ongoing is what I've been telling people. Nice. Nice. I love it. You almost have to plan as a writer in a kind of a quadrilogy kind of format. It sounds like. Yep. The first, the first four again are seasonal. Uh, our plan for the second four is more of like a, a singular um, narrative about us, a, a, the singular problem. Mm -hmm. um, the, the first four are almost episodic in, in that they take place, you know, months apart from one another. So they are, it's a seasonal, seasonal adventure, adventure book. I've been calling it to a lot of people. I've been telling them it's sort of an environmental disaster series. Um, we don't really have, I mean, we, we kind of have a villain, a, a human human villain, um, a tech billionaire type. Uh, but for the most part, the problems that St. John faces are uh, environmental. They're they're local. They're um, uh, 
there are issues he's trying to solve without violence uh, mm-hmm. for the vast majority of this. I mean, we haven't drawn him throwing a punch yet. So it's it's all about uh, helping your community and um, and upholding like the values and the ethics that make uh, that make a place like Portland tick and work because Portland is a very bizarre place, a very bizarre city. Um, we're trying to spell out what makes it so weird and wonderful to locals and also to to uh, people that maybe don't know or have visited and don't quite understand it. Um, you know, again, this is kind of a love letter to Portland. I, I I grew up here. I love this place. So St. John aims to tell those those stories about about what's happening here in the Pacific Northwest and in, in what we call the Rose City. Love it. Love it. Um, you were saying that you have sort of grown up around the comics world and comics industry. So I'm curious at what point um, was there a moment where you were like, I am going to make comics. I love comics and this is what I want to do. Or was it just always kind of baked in? Uh, it, yeah, yes. And yes. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've always like, I, since I've grown up around it, it's always been a part of my world, a part of my peripheral um for example i'm doing this interview right now in my in my father's studio matt wagner who is a a, a famous comic book writer artist he's been working in this industry for a long time he he's responsible for some of the first independently published comics in this country and uh growing up around that and around his success and just his his greased clock like um uh style of of work ethic um has really prompted me into this industry for better or for worse um (laughs) my sister for example has no inclination to work in the arts or in this field um it's something that i've wanted from a very young age i've always seen growing up around my father in his studio you know um looking at his art looking at the way that he works the way he runs his own life i've always respected that he's his own boss Mm -hmm. and i am my own boss 14 years now in the running. So it's, it's, uh, it's always been important for me to, um, be responsible for myself and my own schedule. Um, it's very difficult, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely like a world I can't imagine not being a part of at this point, especially I like, this is it for me. I can't, I can't imagine, uh, this is pretty much my only set of skills. So I can't, (laughs) I can't imagine, uh, uh, doing anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um, so I'll just kind of I was curious about that, but we'll we'll backtrack here to to talk about St. John, because I'm curious about uh, a couple of questions that are not on the list. So you're welcome to to pass on any, but curious about the look of the character, because mm-hmm. the look is uh, really interesting to me, uh, really attention grabbing. But then also um, there's this underlying sort of question of why does this person do the things that he does? And so I love that kind of central MacGuffin to the story as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I say to a lot of people who ask like, what is, what is St. John's power? What's he all about? He's really an altruistic boy scout. I mean, he's a pretty classic Clark Kent type character. Um, Mm -hmm. He, he wants to do good. And so he does do good. Um, And as a result, St. John is, is actually kind of more of a, uh, more of a static character in our story. Uh, the the real the real main character is our narrator, uh, a writer from New York named Tori Slate, who has arrived in Portland to sort of cover in a in a Time magazine most important people of the year kind of way uh, what what this guy is all about. Why is he why is he so 
um, you know, uh, why is he so integral to the city? What, what is, what is it about Portland that is interesting and attracts people here? Uh, again, she comes from New York, so she's got a chip on her shoulder and she doesn't quite get it, but her arc is, is beginning to understand that beginning to like get involved in her community. She's, she's an observer and an onlooker. Uh, and so the story is really about getting involved. Um, she represents the person who hesitates to get involved. John represents the person who instinctually is always involved. And um, John John has a, a tiny power, which is that he is uh, he's he's just drawn to problems that the city faces. Uh, he almost listens to Portland. Um, I've been saying it's sort of like a, like a um, a constant spidey sense right. where he's just always drawn to, to one thing, to the next. Um, he seems to always be at the right place at the right time. And that helps him be um, uh, a helping hand to the community, but he is just one guy. He's not in these, in the course of these issues, he's not going to, for example, solve all of homelessness. Um, right. He's not going to, um, uh, you know, solve the wealth inequality. <laughs> he's, He's a guy who is going to um, solve a dispute between neighbors. He's going to save someone choking on the Max train on a voodoo donut. Uh -huh. He is uh, he's a character that is is very localized and is very uh, concerned with the micro and macro of of a of a city like Portland. You know, it really takes helping individuals to 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 make a difference in a place like this. So that's that's what we're trying to. Um, show with a character like John is that it's it's really all about helping, you know, uh, small groups of people or even individuals that that can make a huge difference that can that can have ripples. Um, we're doing this because we feel like uh, Saint John or uh, superhero fiction has sort of gotten away from um, that that uh, that sense of 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 the everyman helping the everyman. Yeah, um, a lot of superhero fiction these days is a is a real uh, uh, pessimistic deconstruction of what uh, of what a superhero um, can do. They're often just fighting the same villains over and over again, or mm -hmm. or rescuing the same people over and over again. And I really I really love stories that feature very relatable, down to earth individuals that are affected by these. Um, Olympians affected by these heroes. Mm -hmm. um, I, I I think that those characters are actually our window into uh, the the sort of mythos of of these stories that we love, these heroic tales that we love so much. Yeah, I love that as a as a central concept. And I'm just thinking about how um, so many heroes kind of go from your friendly neighborhood somebody to oh now we're going to take down like an army of aliens or we're going to take down this huge massive worldwide scheme and all of a sudden it's more of like a bond film than a superhero story so i love that that questioning of what makes a hero um as a central central idea uh, you were also talking about the collaborative nature of the book so i wanted to give you a chance to um shout out your your co as you put it and uh kind of talk about what that process has been like sure yeah um so i i guess i have two co's but my main co is is a fellow named dan scotty one of my dearest uh friends um uh we kind of we co-write and co-conceive and kind of co-do everything on the book 
Um, I wouldn't, I would not be able to do this without Dan. And if everyone, if anyone wants to check out Dan's, uh, newest work, he is actually doing a flash Gordon strip for King feature for, for newspapers across the country. So, um, take a look at Dan's newest, um, flash Gordon daily strips, uh, in the paper. Um, but he also is responsible for a, a web series called lavender Jack that is just absolute aces. Oh man, is it so good. So um, sort of a foppish Batman type um, eccentric uh, do-gooder um, set in a, at a very understandable and relatable, but, but fantastical, almost like Victorian mod steampunky sort of world. Um, just, just, fan, just great storytelling. Dan's always been great at storytelling. I met Dan many years ago and I pulled him on board to do a, uh, a tribute to Will Eisner's The Spirit for dynamite comic books that featured my father, Matt Wagner, writing Dan drawing and me doing the colors. Uh, and that, that book, that 12 issue book, which is a gorgeous, gorgeous hardback. If any of your listeners are spirit fans, please check out uh, the spirit returns by dynamite comics. Mm-hmm. Um, we just poured our, our, our love of pulp and, and adventure uh, into that. And it cemented us as, as friends and sort of creative cohorts and when I got the opportunity to work on this, um, I reached out to Dan immediately. And that opportunity was, uh, by the way, a uh, an odd um, an odd thing in publishing. Uh, th- so this is a collaborative effort. P- the publisher is Dark Horse, and the sort of uh, promotional sponsor is Portland Gear. And the logo. Oh, nice. if, you're, if your listeners are watching the uh, the feed, they can see this is the logo of the company, which is also the logo of St. John. It's a it's a sort of a Letterman style P with the shape of Oregon inside of it. And um, the the owner of Portland Gear is, a, is an old studio mate of mine, an old friend of mine named Marcus Harvey, who's just an, an absolute gem. <laughs> and the guy the guy has run such a cool campaign with this with this company. Uh, so many cool collaborations he's worked with almost every local sports team um as well as like doing all these cool like local um events charities stuff like that for the community he really cares about the community and since we were going to make a character about the community this this just all seemed to make sense to me um and portland gear has done a great job at promoting the material they have gear if anyone's interested that reads saint john Portland gear has St. John gear that you can go buy shirts, Mm -hmm. sweatshirts, the actual rain jacket that John wears, they made into a a real jacket. It's very cool. Um, cool. Very cool. Stickers, hats, et cetera. So, uh, so yeah, all of this was, uh, was a bit of a a conversation to, to get the ball rolling on like, you know, what is, what does this look like? Um, How are we going to make this? Who's going to be involved? Again, I pulled in Dan right away. So that's that's sort of the uh, the origin story of of Saint John. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, so I think the the last official question, and then we can hit anything that we've missed, would be um, where would listeners go to kind of find out more about the book, the the process, and then as a second part to that, it sounds like there's more Saint John to come as well. So anything that you'd like to share about kind of next creative steps and um, resources for listeners and things of that nature. Sure. Um, again, you can go to Dark Horse or thingsfromanotherworld.com to order St. John. It's also on Amazon, St. John, number one. Um, find it at your local comic book store. Support your local comic book store, of course. Have them order it. 
Um, <laughs> you can also order it off the Portland Gear website. They have a they have a tab for you to, to purchase issues of the of the comic. Um, look for issues coming every two months or so on mm-hmm. St. John. Um, and look for look look for the rest of my books I've coming out too. I'm working on a Grendel book. I have a huge, huge Grendel book dropping with Pop next month in November. That's the Devil by the Deed Masters Edition. Um, we finished work on that almost a year ago, and it's finally coming out. And it's just an absolute gorgeous, gorgeous hardback um, with black gilded pages, uh, a felt slipcase. I mean, it's one of the prettiest books I've ever worked on. Um, and 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 please check out my Kickstarter. I have a Kickstarter going on right now with James Robinson writing and Jeff Johnson drawing. That's called Rogue's Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the colorist on that. Um, I also am painting variant covers for them. So I'm trying to do as much of that work as I can painted stuff. Um, yeah, I got a, I got a bunch of comics coming out. Um, I'm also doing a, a very cool Sid and Nancy story based on the final days of Sid Vicious and Nancy Spungren, Spungen of the Sex Pistols. Um, mm-hmm. And that's with pop drawing as well. And uh, Marcus Parks of the last podcast on the left writing and me coloring. And that's that's going to that's going to be very cool. I've, I've seen uh, all the art for that. And it's awesome. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'll link the Kickstarter and I'll say I, I appreciate the way that you you've worked on some very classic characters, you know, Zorro. Oh, um, yeah. We didn't even go over my my history <laughs> in Pulp, man. Goodness. Oh, Shadow. yeah. I don't like yeah, rule my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I also love that on top of that, you're um, exploring this kind of uh, new direction, contemporary character kind of storytelling as well. So I really appreciate that and uh, exciting things to come, I'm sure. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Just uh, I hope everyone just keeps uh, keeps checking it out. Comics are a labor of love and it takes a it takes a, a good readership to uh, to keep us going. So please check out my books yeah yeah and they're also fun to read and uh love the kind of community focus and love the direction that you're taking with portland and uh kind of telling a story of where you're from and where you live and the things that are at hand that you care about as well definitely yeah 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 have we missed anything in the talk through that you want to make sure to shout out before we close out um no i think i just mentioned all the projects that i'm working on um I got another, I got another Grendel series that I'm working on another, another Grendel prime series that I'm coloring, but, uh, nice. um, and that one's, that one's been announced as well. It's a, it's a follow-up to devil's odyssey, which was the last graphic novel Grendel prime series that I, that I, uh, did with my father also writing and, and drawing and me coloring. Um, but this one will be far more bloody and, and, um, gritty, less, less sci-fi than the last one was. Nice. Nice. Well, always uh, up for those collaborations as well. The the family collaborations are working well in the world of comics. So uh, very enjoyable for the readership. Yeah, we speak the same language, Pop and I, you know. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. Well, um, thank you so much, Brennan. Thanks for taking some time to talk with me and glad to talk with you anytime about any projects to come. Thanks for having me.